Hello everyone, my name is Brandi Daniels and welcome back to the Natural Hair Acceptance Podcast. On tonight's audio podcast, I have two special guests. One is Bree Thompson, a young woman who has been on her natural hair journey for over 10 years. The next guest will be Lisa Brunson, a mother of three and new member to the natural hair community. I offer them this platform to allow them to discuss their personal experiences and journeys with their hair. First, we welcome Brie. I remember growing up as a kid, getting my hair done either by my mom or a family friend. And the times from getting my hair done by my mother, I often remember her saying that I was so tender-headed. And even now in adult years, when I would get my hair done by my mom, she, she thinks it, that it's worse. I was remember sitting on the floor to get either braids or ponytails or a twist. And even from the part to grease it, I remember just squinching my head down into my knees, just like, ouch. That hurts. And she's like, girl, sit still and just get this hair done for this for Easter or get this hair done for school and just pop my neck. Even now, in my 32 years of living, she still try to pop me in the back of my neck while braiding my hair. It's almost like a rite of passage growing up as a kid where you get to, you know, begin to do your hair on your own. I remember at the age of 12, I was tired of, you know, the pulling and pulling and every other day getting it recombed or repressed. So I would ask my mom for a relaxer. And she said, well, go ahead. All right, if you want to, and go ahead. So she let a cousin of mine do it in our kitchen. And getting it, she said, you know, you got to grease your edges, grease your scalp with Vaseline so you don't burn, don't scratch it. And as she put the relaxer in from the instant, because out of out of curiosity or nervousness, you just got to scratch that scalp or scratch your forehead or something. And then you get hot and you're sweating. Then you got to rinse the relaxer out and then it don't take or it might not take all the way so your hair won't stay as straight as long. Then when I got older, I remember wanting to transition from being, getting our hair relaxed every, what is it, four to six weeks to just going natural. So once I started growing my hair out of the relaxer, that in-between stage of relaxed hair and natural hair I just decided to do the big chop. During that big chop, it was just such a such a awkward, I guess, time frame because it's like you don't know what to do with your hair, you don't know how to maintain it, you don't know what styles, what moisturizers, what oils, and it just I don't know, it just became hard. So that's when I would get braided hairstyles and I would go to African hair salons and get like kinky twists or end of micros then and 
leave that in for two months to grow to help the process of growing a relaxer out. Uh, growing, I guess, getting older, once I was able to, you know, learn the ins and out of researching natural products and natural hairstyles and the terminology of TWAs, teeny weeny afros, and twist outs and braid outs, uh, bantu knots, and different things of that nature. I was, I guess I could say I was becoming more familiar with my hair. And then I would get, once it was grown uh, to a certain length, I would get color just to try new things. And even later in life, I'll say the past four years after having my son, it was almost like a I'll say a relapse, so to speak, where I lost all of my hair, all while being natural. I had to start that journey again of growing my hair from being completely short, almost like to a boy's cut. And it was, it was, you know, it was a little hard to take in because I, you know, to a woman, her hair is her crowning glory and the go-to's like, you know, they they put as women, we put so much pride in our hair, whether it's the texture of it or the length of it. And you find so many women, whether they're stereotyping other women, it's, oh, girl, you got, your hair is nappy or you got some thick hair, you got fine hair. But me growing my hair and I'm no- noticing that the texture has changed. So I had to realize like, okay, well, my hair is thicker than it was um, prior to, to my knowledge, prior to getting a relaxer. And learn again, relearning my texture, different styles that would fit, or different, different styles that would fit my lifestyle, uh, different products, yet again, what I can and can't use in my hair, water-based, moistures, and it was all, all in all a learning experience. Some days fun, some days stressful. Even as of recently, it just became too stressful to the point where I decided to get braids yet again. Some uh, Senegalese twist by the Africans that I just was to the point where I just didn't know what to do with my hair. And my little sister decided not to do my hair anymore because she just was tired and would say that I complain too much and move too much because that whole tender-headedness became, began to resurface again. So even as an adult, I still find my ways of being tender-headed and a big crybaby, but I, I take, honestly, I take pride I take pride in my natural hair and its natural journey thus far. So it's like, I, I guess I'll say to any woman, girl, young lady, your hair can be a pride and glory. It's, it's just how you feed your body. That's how you, whatever you intake, ingest, it, it, you know, it comes through your hair. Your, your diet helps your hair grow. Just how it helps every other feature of your body grow. Before we transition to the next guest, 
I would like to thank Bree Thompson for being vulnerable as she discusses her trialsome journey. Next, we welcome Lisa Brunson as she shares her journey. Back in the 70s, when I used to get my hair combed, my mom always did it. She would comb my hair every day for school and for church on Sundays. She would um, put it in ponytails and like on the weekends, she would wash it, plait it, and once it's dry, she'd send me down the street to her girlfriend so that her girlfriend could straighten and curl my hair. A lot of times it was basically done when I would get it straightened and curled. It would be for like a holiday, mainly Easter Sunday. I'd get my hair um, straightened and curled for, for, for that. Back in the early 70s, when we would get our hair done, people used rubber bands to put ponytails or they just had plaits in their hair. During special holidays such as Easter, that's when the ribbons would come in. Um, at some point in my life, when I became a teenager, I learned how to do my own hair. I would wash it, comb it, blow dry it, straighten it with a straightening comb. That's a hot comb that goes on the stove. And I learned how to cornrow my own hair. Back in the day, in the 70s, we said cornrow. Today, they call it braids. But anyway, um, I would say in my teens, my dad started to do my hair. He gave me a perm. He curled it. Then he started sending me to the beauty salon. And at that time, people were getting what was called jerry curls. It's a perm, but your hair would end up really, really curly. To me, it wasn't a bunch of maintenance because you only had to put this moisturizer in it and this spray in your hair. This makes your hair wet and defines the curls. Um, you would have to put a plastic bag on your head so that the curls can be more defined. That With that, your hair is wet, so sometimes it would mess up your clothes, especially the collar on your, your, your top because the hair is wet. Eventually, around... My sophomore year of college, I came out of that particular style and I began, you know, doing my hair again myself, such as putting perms in it and coloring it. And I began to go to the beauty salon every two weeks. I allowed them to wash my hair, condition it, deep condition it, blow dry it, and curl it. I would sit under the blow dryer and they also used a handheld blow dryer. I got my hair cut. I would get it cut um, shoulder length at times, and then I would get it, you know, cut really, really short. There were times when I would get it cut to the point where you would have to use like a pencil point to curl my hair. Um, that's how tiny the curls are. And then I was in this phase where, okay, cut all of my hair off. I literally got my hair shaved off. And, you know, one time I went to the supermarket and a little girl thought I was a boy. She told her mom that I was a boy. I don't know why. Yes, my hair was cut short, but I did have earrings in my hair. Um, fast forwarding, I have two daughters, and I did their hair. I washed it. 
I blow dried it. Sometimes I would press and curl. At that time, I did have curlers, so I would stove curling hair also, and I would use the um, straightening comb, hot comb is what it was called back in the day. I would use that on their hair. For the most part, my girls wore, their hair was either in individual plaits with barrettes hanging on the end of it, or they had ballies with barrettes hanging on the end of it, or I would braid their hair. With barrettes hanging on the end. Back in my time in the 70s, girls didn't wear barrettes and ballies. As I stated, they wore, um, put rubber bands in their hair to hold their hair together. Mainly holidays was when my girls would get their hair curled for Easter or either for like Christmas or Thanksgiving or something like that. I would put Shirley Simple curls in their hair and I would put ribbons in their hair. Yes, back in the 70s, we wore ribbons in our hair girls today they don't wear that too much for the most part hair is hair my hair is in its natural state I'm not really doing anything with it there are no chemicals in it the only thing I do is you know wash it blow dry it press it curl it if I'm not doing that I'm either braiding my hair straight to the back or my daughter's braiding my hair straight to the back I would like to thank my guests, Bree Thompson and Lisa Brunson, again, for taking the time to share their stories with me. All music credits go to the host of this podcast, Anchor by Spotify. To learn more about black hair and the issues against it, visit my website at naturalhairacceptance.wordpress.com. Thank you again, and I hope to see you next time.